This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, Unchainers? I am so exhausted. Last week, I spent three days hosting, moderating G-Ducks, for 2020, and it was a major success. We had a lot of people with great feedback and unveiled the new set for G-Ducks, at least for this year, right? And if anything, future-related Blue Champs and what that looks like. If you're an audio listener, if you ever are bored and are YouTubing, you should check out G-Ducks. And if anything, you can check out the link to this episode, uh, which is the roundtable news episode where we kind of Ray and I kicked the set in before we used it for GDUX unofficially. <laughs> so we, we, uh, before the week before GDUX, we actually used the set, uh, to, to record the roundtable news episode. So, uh, game dev on chain will have its own dedicated set that will be under construction. Uh, it should be completed in about a few weeks. Give me some time. Uh, but that's going to be properly unveiled for next week's episode. So while you guys are listening to this, want to check it out. We do laugh about it a bit, like little schoolboys just giggling at how much fun we're having. But it is a dawn of a new era, man. Uh, if you have time, go check it out in the link description of this podcast episode to see why we're laughing and having so much fun. So thank you guys for all the support. <laughs> In addition, uh, we are doing something fun this month as part of uh, celebrating our, our new sponsors, uh, Parsec, which you will hear a little bit later. We are giving away a Steam game limited at $60. We'll let you guys kind of decide what game you want. But the raffle is really simple. You know, if you uh, first things you got to do is go over to GameDevUnchained.com and sign up to the mailing list if you haven't already. Secondly, you would tag on Twitter at BlueChamps, B-L-U-C-H-A-M-P-S, and at Parsec Team, P-A-R-S-E-C Team. There are sponsors for this episode, and they're a remote desktop solution for teams across the world, but also for gamers who want to game together, but are not together within a room. So it's an actual really cool solution. So you guys go ahead and tag both of us. And by that time, give Parsec a whirl, man. It's free to download. Check it out. And you can even subscribe and upgrade to a better solution if you're an indie team or a AAA team looking to work through remote working. So again, if you want to enter a raffle to win a Steam game for this month of your choice, $60 limit, you want to tweet at Parsec Team, P-A-R-S-E-C Team, and at BlueChamps. B-L-U-C-H-A-M-P-S, but how you're loving Parsec and why you love it, right? So 
in all honesty, try it out. It's definitely worth your time. And I really do feel that you're going to see the usefulness of it. Uh, all that is available in the link description of this podcast episode. And good luck. So this is a fun episode, as always, a roundtable news episode with Ray. Uh, it was great to kind of have him on because we kind of sat on the Unreal 5 engine reveal for a while. And uh, it was awesome to have him on to kind of discuss what it means for game developers. Also, not to kind of just worship the future of game development. You know, we have really good games coming out right about now or a month from now, Last of Us 2. Uh, current gen is just as exciting as next gen. And we spent a good amount of time discussing that as well. I hope everyone out there is safe amidst all the pandemic and protests. We hope here at the Blue Champs camp that you guys are practicing what you need to practice to be safe out there and lend a voice to to anyone that isn't being heard. So we're in full support of what's going on right now. And hopefully you guys are able to find some peace in this time. All right, on to this week's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Game Dev Unchained. I am your host, Brandon Pham. This is the number one game development podcast on game development and the lifestyle thereof. I did that out of order. So this is, of course, if you've seen the title, uh, it's a roundtable news episode and it's a partnership as well. We are fresh from the G-Ducks event. No one knows when we actually recorded this. So as we get the Game Dev, Unchain, uh, Game Dev Unchained set up and running, we'll be kind of sitting here in quarantine, chilling out while that is uh, constructed. So I have here, of course, my dear friend, a regular at the Roundtable News Table, <laughs> uh, Ray Graham. How are you doing, Ray? Hey, man, what's going on? All right. So, uh, Ray, as always, let me kind of, can you sneak my hand here? See, I got to stand up. This <laughs> 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 shit's slick. You know that's slick. So, for people who are just listening to the podcast, you guys are missing out, man. This is the, every G-Dex marks a new era of the Game Dev Unchained podcast. And, you know, since... Uh, we're getting some more production values. We're 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 definitely investing in, in the right places here. So, uh, Ray, as always, I kind of like to start these episodes, especially while we're still in COVID era. How are things, man? Since the last month, um, has things gotten better? Hiring process, all that stuff. I mean, it's it's the same, man. You know, like I'm still, yeah, we're still hiring things. Things that all that stuff, work stuff, is like. We're not missing a beat when it comes to work. Yeah. Um, but, you know, being cooped up in the house and not being able to do stuff and or being able to do a few things, you know, go outside and stuff, but not really getting full freedom of movement is is a pain in the ass right now at this point. I'm, I'm, I am definitely at this point now over officially over it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm hanging in there, man. We're doing it. We're doing OK over here. Yeah, I think the the feeling <laughs> the feeling is pretty mutual 
Uh, I've been hearing the same from my friends, even when they were uh, pretty much cool with the first month, seeing as a kind of like a welcome force vacation, right? Unexpected vacation time, getting in touch with our feelings and family and relationship, and being a father or a wife again, or a, you know, a mother. Mm-hmm. But it is at that breaking point where I'm starting to hear people going a bit crazy uh mentally just <laughs> feeling trapped inside the home uh and I, yeah. i'm pretty sure you're you're hearing the pressure i don't know how how serious you guys are locking down over there but like at least on my side uh, family members or friends are getting more relaxed and uh it's scary but at the same time we're jealous of it too it's like oh man they're they're all hanging out together now and and mm. we're seeing the cases going up and you, we're trying to like be mindful but at the same time it's very tough seeing that type of freedom that everyone's having and you're not really ready for that are you seeing the same over there yeah you can't be watching what everybody else is doing you just gotta worry about what you got going on right yeah and you know yeah i think in the next in the next month you know or not the next month maybe going into june uh you'll start seeing some easing up right in california things are opening up starting in june yeah. Uh, so it may, it may be okay. It may be okay, uh, or at least start getting better in the mm-hmm. next few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Um, yeah. People letting up is one thing, but I, I just feel like the measures in place aren't there yet for us to kind of get freely tested if we're worried. And the whole, whole aftermath is of, of actually being treated after you do get it uh, i feel like none of that is in place for step two so the step one seems uh, even if they open things up you know the cases everywhere especially we live in california you know uh, in the bay area i've been hearing a lot of cases just driving up and then orange county as well um it's everything's trending up as expected yeah although i heard just today though orange county is like fully like like restaurants are open and people are hanging out in Orange County. I was just hearing that today that people are seeing a lot of that in Orange County specifically. Yeah, yeah, I hear, I hear this. It's <laughs> 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 <is> so stupid. <laughs> does, he, does he your chair have a thing that will jack it up? <laughs> I, I know this is as realistic as you can be, man. I'm having so much fun with these with my new set dude it's hilarious uh just wait just wait till i get the game Devon chain set man it's gonna be so funny uh, but anyways going back put, to you it you gotta put your you gotta put your face on the smaller monitor and then <laughs> do that switch. i know you. i know it doesn't make any sense i'm i'm, I'm right here i'm behind <laughs> the table why would i put myself on the set just to talk to you i mean i can do things like this <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna kill. Why, I'll kill myself. Why am I? Why am I? Why am I associating myself with this right now? Why am I? Doing this? Uh, because it's hilarious, dude. Like I got I'm costumed up, man. People are gonna see a new new Brandon going forward. So, anyways, <laughs> on to the news, right? The people listening are like, "What the hell are these guys talking about?" You know, really check out the video if you guys can. It's it's freaking hilarious uh so the first thing i want to talk about uh, in the last month uh it's been i feel like a pretty pretty slow month um 
just in terms of things that really stuck out, Unreal 5 just broke the internet, in my opinion, uh, with their tech demo. Uh, you know, always blasting you on text, you know, sending you <laughs> gifts and all this stuff. I mean, it was insane. It was jaw-dropping. Even for me, uh, I think we saw shortly before the Xbox event showing their next-gen game, and it was meh. You know, it was, like, kind of expected. It wasn't, like, a quantum leap type of kind of look dev right but when the unreal 5 showed that new type of thinking and basically changing the way we would work uh it, it really got me excited and scared at the same time so I'll, you being the graphical engineer out of the group and worked with plenty of engines and of course working with unity this is again expressing your own opinion i want your opinion ray um i mean what do you think about all that so while you do that i'll, I'll pull up the yeah. demo get that plan no i think like no doubt it's incredible yeah. right like the tech the tech um is is a feat it's really it's a lot of work that went into it and it looks great like there's there's no there's no doubt here that it that it's really really good looking and um and it definitely sparked a lot of conversation on the internet the marketing you know Everybody's talking about it. Everybody was going crazy, and, and definitely all the artists that I know, all the modelers and environmental artists, and all of them were just immediately, "Oh my god, this is amazing! What, what yeah. you know, what will happen with my workflow? How will I work? Oh my god, I can't, I can't wait!" Right? So everybody's like super excited about it, uh, and it was, and it's great, you know, and it's a, it's a really good tech demo to show off, show off that tech. Um, PS5, I think it really shows uh, the power um, or what we could theoretically expect, you know, that we could pump out onto the onto a PS5. And it, it really gets me excited about that, the amount of detail and the amount of... It's really the detail that I think is missing a lot of games um, that it kind of shows off. So, so I think that's amazing. Um, at the same time, though, you know... This is not planned to be out until like the end of 20, 2021, right? And there's still probably a lot of open questions and performance and like, how do you really make this this content? Um, what went into actually making that demo? How much work did it take? What the tools look like? What were the workflows? Um, so there's a lot of unanswered questions around around that part of it. some more time uh, <laughs> uh so yeah i mean the, the first question is of course i, I mean i, I kind of know the answer but i want to make it clear out there for people who haven't seen the demo or if you're watching this i'm going to get the video going so of course uh how how practical is that real how much of it is real um how how much of it is faked i mean i know we're near launch and usually in that case, uh, whenever a tech demo is near launch, it's pretty close, right? It's not like a, a fairy tale. But I want to hear kind of your opinion of, because there were new tech in there. The, the Nanite, mm -hmm. I believe, the Lumen, uh, the first time global yeah. illumination is really introduced in a practical uh, way. Unreal, would, unreal right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't go that far. But, um, but yeah. yeah, definitely... Like I think Bloomin is is interesting, um, and and how you know and and definitely the approach that they're taking with it is super interesting. And there's a lot of other 
real-time GI techniques, but and this and it looks like Lumen is kind of combining a bunch and really delivering something and kind of also leaning on uh, the fact that um, Nanite is a thing to also help to help uh, do some of the some of the heavy lifting at, uh, at a high detail level. Um, but yeah, so yeah, definitely real-time GI is a is a huge uh, productivity saver for for people that are making these levels. And uh, and I think that's that's really a big deal. Um, Nanite, Nanite, on the other hand, though, I think there's so much implications in like having the budget and the artistic team to even be able to create the create assets of that quality. Um, some people are like, "Oh no, I don't need to create assets of that quality. I could just use Quixel or whatever, right?" Um, but then you know you don't want all the games to look the same, right? You want to be able to add your stamp and your artistic touch, right? So. Um, it's really a high bar for, for a lot of game team, game dev teams out there to even be able to try to reach. Right. Um, and, and I have no idea what the asset sizes are on this or like, there's so many unanswered questions there. Um, but it's, but it's, there's no doubt that that tech demo is amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's try to break it down. I mean, there's two main system as we kind of discuss, uh, there's yeah. the G- geo one and they were talking about how, I mean, I, I think I read into it a bit where it's kind of like how virtual texturing was kind of introduced in Unreal recently. And the idea is kind of similar to how they apply it to geometry. Do you mind kind of talking more about what the theory is behind that and how they're applying it per pixel, a certain amount of triangles? And so it's just what you see is not exactly. Yeah, like I don't. Yeah, I don't know all of the details about like. Of course, they haven't really released all the details either, right? Of right. How the GI system is working. Uh, they kind of detail the real. Um, let me see if I can even find that link again. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was there was something you know about at a at a at a long at a long distance, you're using a much more coarse representation of the scene, like voxel voxel based geometry, uh, or geometry that's converted into like coarse a coarse voxel grid, and you use that to kind of do your. Uh, your traces right. against for the for the GI, uh, and then when it's closer to camera, it's using more detailed detailed information, right? So that's how you could kind of get um a, like a large distance on a large scene with real time GI without like killing your performance, right? Because mm-hmm. the further away you are, you use a more coarser approximation, right? Um, <clears throat> so so that, that that part is is really interesting. And every artist, every artist wants to do it with baking and bake steps. They just want to plop in their lights, and and it just works, right? Um, the one thing to take away, you know, it's one light source, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so like usually with these kind of techniques, the more light sources you have, the slower it's going to go, right? Um, so, but but just doing one main one main light and having that be give you real time GI is a big improvement over having nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, so you know, when it comes to real time GI, I think that's that's really cool. And there's a lot of techniques out there for like you know, there's Enlighten that does uh, real time GI, but that has a big step. Uh, there's DDGI um, it, that that also has some some type of uh, baking involved in where you have to kind of like bake some sort of uh, some sort of uh, occlusion or visibility um, calculation for for the probes that you're that you're doing the GI on. Um, so like that have a system that's truly like no baking and you just drop some lights in uh, that's actually really cool 
<clears throat> yeah, I mean, it, I guess. And I, and, I, and, I don't, and I don't know if it's even no no baking, right? So because I like I said, I don't know all of all of the details. Yeah, the prep work behind it. Yeah. The one thing that scares me is how people look at this demo and just, especially they haven't done game development right. They they see it as kind of like uh-huh. a like a skip, a skipping step, uh, for basically twenty to thirty years of game dev knowledge. It's like oh no, LD is done. I guess I shouldn't learn that or uh, <laughs> optimize or any of that technique. It seems like I can just create something in ZBrush, drop it in, light it, call it done, which is foolish, yeah, right? That, I, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that promise is a little bit of overselling, right? I think it's still uh, it's still to be known how much of how much of this geometry can you have in a game where you're like, hey, my target is 4K, 60 frames a second. How much of this? How much of your game could be this geometry? Mm-hmm. The, that's unknown, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so yeah, I, I think people ready to abandon all of the things you've learned about how to optimize assets and LODs and all that. Uh, hold hold your horses on that, right? Right. Um, and the other thing I was pointing out about this technique too that I don't think anybody really noticed is the environment's very static. Yes. Right. So um, so when you want actual dynamic dynamic movement and stuff like that it's it's unclear how that how this tech translates to that mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I, I think everyone so character so Go character ahead. artists are still like uh, character artists are still like damn i guess i guess i don't have uh, a silver bullet just yet right <laughs> character artists are already <laughs> thinking this way in current gen, dude, <laughs> the way they build their props, <laughs> this is exactly how they are. Uh, this is how sloppy oh, you're, they are. Oh, you're, you're hating already, Damn, bro. The 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 spoiledness, the spoiledness of a character artist. At some point, I'm gonna write a book on it. It's just ridiculous, dude. I remember this one time where uh, we were so constricted with our levels, where we were like, all right, this is the amount of textures yada 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 and then basically the character artist would have six times that with a character <laughs> it's like i'll just use one for a finger another one for an eyeball uh 2048 max <laughs> but that's just how they think that's how they are i mean in a way the characters are pretty close to camera but it's, it's just one of those things i feel yeah i think environment artists just by the nature of what we do have a little bit more care with how we optimize and, and make things work because the impression of the environment, especially something like what we're seeing right now, you know, uh, making it run, making it look good at the same time that stands up to a well-made character. is very important to make it feel like one item. Yeah. Right. But, um, well, I mean, this demo achieved what it wanted needed to achieve, which was impress the shit out of everybody, and uh, <laughs> it set a high bar. I mean, it, it, you got to have yeah, these type of things yeah. to kind of stretch out, you know, the possibilities. Yeah. And uh, even if you don't hit that 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 mark uh, every time, uh, you'll still end up pretty close to it, which is in the end a, a better product for everybody, right? So. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll say that like for um, for like film and TV production, mm-hmm. like this is re- this stuff is like really really promising, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, for games, there's some promise there. It's still very unknown. Like, uh, 
like in practice, like how will you actually use this? How did you do it? Um, yeah. And like, how will our team, you know, be able to get their vision across with this tech and, and not go crazy with huge ass assets and take forever to make them and all of that. Yeah. This part, they're just showing off right here. I mean, this is, <laughs> that's incredible. Oh my God. Yeah. It's too. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. It's great. <laughs> this one have a demo. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I would say like, so here's, here's where I'll, I'll talk about some, uh, some of my philosophical beliefs. Um, you know, we're coming into another generation, right. Yeah. Um, of, of console hardware. And we're showing, again, we're showing absolutely amazing graphics, right? Absolutely amazing graphics. Look at these graphics. Look, look at the, the level of detail you could get. There's, there's a big difference between these graphics and, like, say, the games of last gen, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, character animation, character movement, all of that is still the same, right? Mm -hmm. um, they talked about in the video, talked about some advancements they did with, like, IK and, and the cloth, the scarf and all that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's cool, but, like, it... it it's not as big of a leap as these graphics. You know are I you mean? saying those yeah. disciplines are lazy? Is that what you're yeah. saying? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. They don't. They don't I do would, as much. I would never. I, I, would, I would never say that. But what I would say is, and you, if you talk to gameplay guys or animation folks, uh, they'll tell you the same. The same thing is like uh, we focus on. Yeah, every gen we focus on graphics 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 is the easy it's the easy thing to sell it's the thing that people could obviously see is better mm -hmm. um and we don't really give a lot of love to uh to some of the other disciplines right mm -hmm. uh, although like there was a lot of talk in this as well about audio right because audio seems to be something that people want to focus on this right. gen um and and you know you've worked on games every game you know audio team gets like hey you get two percent yeah, you could get you could get whatever scraps you have left over in the memory for your little audio, right? And so, like now they're you know now we're, we're talking about actual like real proper three D spatial sound and those all sorts of modeling of your how you hear and the sound waves and all this kind of nonsense, right? Yeah, um, can you expand on that nonsense? Because when I heard that, I didn't wear like what do you mean three D sound? I mean, don't we have that? <laughs> don't we have that already? Well, can like, I just hear like where it's coming from? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's get back to the graphics, yeah, like, guys. <laughs> like, yeah, well, exactly, exactly right, exactly right. And I, and I think even I think even most people, unless you're like a serious audiophile, you won't even really notice. Yeah. Um. But um. But yeah, yeah. We have 3D positional sound, right? Sounds over there. It could be behind you, to the left of you, whatever. Usually, right. Yeah. Uh, but then actually to be able to do proper reverb and and it changes based on the room that you're in and and I different see. smaller room as a so we're talking about so all the effects that used to be done in post-production you know same idea like any real-time applications just to hear or it if you happen. yeah or if you were to do it like in a different gen it would like take up a whole core or take right. up some of the main thread Too much. to do a yeah. lot of those effects and then you're like no audio guys you got like two you got a two uh you got like a half a millisecond or a quarter of a millisecond budget for this stuff right so you can't really yeah. do that stuff right? you got two weeks um and <laughs> and this gen there's a lot of there's a lot of talk about audio processing and and audio hardware specific audio hardware to do this in hardware right yeah. um 
And so it's an audio person's dream, you think. And so hopefully, you know, more games like focus on that and lean into that as well, not just the graphics. Right? I see. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I hear a lot of talk with, um, well, with characters, especially they're trying to like finally do something with hair. I mean, it's been the same technique for, for a few gen now. Uh, we're talking about hair simulation, actual physics with the hair, mm-hmm. and, and really fancy stuff that the film industry has, have been pioneering for a while now. Um, yeah. uh, same with the cloth, same idea, cloth simulation. Homegirl's, yeah. Homegirl's hair is not doing anything special here, though, right? So. Mm-hmm. But also, this this isn't really the focus of this demo either. Right? Yeah, the characters in this one, especially, I mean, I, I felt like it's probably an art direction choice where it felt more like yeah. style, stylized, right? So it wasn't very, um, yeah. I've seen better characters. Um, yeah, yeah this, this, demo, this demo is definitely not about the character. Yeah, it's all about the environment for sure. I mean, it's the most important yeah. department of the game pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> we make everything work. Show you, show your bias. Show your bias. <laughs> we create worlds, bro. The Matrix wasn't about. <laughs> I guess it was about the characters. <laughs> we were talking about the Matrix, though. Yeah. Anyways, uh, kids, kids, kids at home. Video game making is a team sport. Do not listen to Brandon. <laughs> well, I mean, like the lighting system. I mean, you made a valid point too. You know, they uh, they really bragged about the GI solution, but it's from a single light source. Um, they didn't really play too much with. Uh, well, this one they have one light source with one effect source, so two at most. And it seems like the rule still applies in next gen, where too many dynamic lights will kill your. Your processors um yeah. so yeah. that hasn't and especially changed when you're much. yeah especially if you have to trace you chase you're tracing rays around right so yeah um the more you have to do that and you have to do more of that if you have more light sources right so so this actually leads into my, my next piece of conversation so ray tracing the last year and a half especially starting with that star wars demo at gdc was like the onslaught of the next wave and we thought we we're going to focus on that for the next few years which we are but then this whole lumen system happened um what's your take on that is there going to be a combination of two is ray tracing going to be better because it's still struggling with um with just hardware limitations right there's not not much we can do about that or what's your opinion about that yeah i'm not really yeah i think it's a big topic right but um but generally, I think like part of, well, part of what Lumen is doing is ray tracing, right? Yeah. Uh, but just kind of like in in, uh, in software and compute, right? Um, and kind of doing it in a way that's sufficient for this use case, right? Um, and there's other there's other yeah there is like straight up like um, you know DXR and Nvidia demos that show like uh, global illumination, right? But but those that technique, like doing straight up DXR rendering for the whole of your global illumination is just not like the cost is still very high. Even if you have a 2080 TI and you want to, and if you want to run it at like really high resolutions, it's, it's a problem at, at high resolutions. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so some technique like this, like Lumen here, where it's like kind of doing like a, like a three stage approach to, uh, to generating uh, the GI. Uh, is a way of kind of like reducing the cost and getting a, a, a believable look, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, so, so like, I'd be, I'm, I'm interested to see what more, what more games are going to do. Like, I, I know, like, you know, Gears of War showed. Uh, they were talking about uh, what was that? Ray Trace Reflections uh, for for Xbox Series X. Um, so I'm, I'm curious what more and more games are, to what extent they do uh, ray tracing on the consoles. So, I mean, um, kind of going back to the original point, right? When people first saw this, especially newbies, I call them noobs, where they saw this demo where they're like, abandon every type of valuable knowledge that we built up the last 20 years. Forget it. Uh, let's just throw all shit to the wall, right? They're talking like film people now. Uh, I, would, I, yeah, I, I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't say the news only the news for talking like that. Some okay. some uh, some veterans were super excited about that prospect as well, and some uh-huh. veterans were super ex- some veterans were super excited about it, and then kind of joked about it, right? Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, what do you mean? I can just take my ZBrush and drop it straight in? Amazing! I can't wait!" <laughs> right? So, um, yeah. this uh, is where Ronaldo's so yeah, brain like- explodes. <laughs> 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 gritting his teeth he's like what the fuck were you talking about <laughs> yeah. oh Ronaldo's Ronaldo's super excited about this too like, he is I, right I think, yeah, I think, yeah I, I think if you're into graphics and you're making video games it's awesome yeah it's exciting this is why we're in games you, yeah you can't yeah you can't not be excited by, by this like this is this is uh this is really good stuff yeah so let me let me ask you this like with the last tech demo right um from all engines right usually near launch for ps4 i I feel like a lot of the games actually surpassed those tech demos um they were just kind of uh talking about unreal right we're talking about unreal right now like i feel like a lot of the later generation like last of us 2 all these other games that have been coming out oh yeah have been totally killing it um so yeah. do you feel by the end of PS5, maybe not that long, where we're going to see something like this in a playable way, where it doesn't seem so yeah, impossible? Like, yeah, I think I think, I think think that definitely is a possibility, right? Um, people also, also bring up like the PlayStation, what was it? Was it the PlayStation 3 or PlayStation 4 demo? Uh, yeah. The Voxel, the Voxel clone tracing one. Right. Uh, that never actually came out, right? Like, right. That never came out in, right? In anything that was performant and actually usable. Um, and it was that was also another cool demo from like way back, right? Um, yes. So like it's very possible too that you never see this in any game or any game reaching this quality either, right? Um, or you see parts of it, right? You know, you see games where a couple of a couple of hero pieces are using this this technology. Mm-hmm. Um, the man I am talking about and. And I, I, I'm more bullish on uh, on Lumen being something that you can use across many games, right? Because I know there's a lot of a lot of people working on um, similar techniques for real time GI, right? Um, so yeah, like like I, I think you'll see something like this, and and it's possible that this could this is the uh, the benchmark for games to strive to uh, many years down the line on PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X, right? Before we continue this week's episode, let's have a word from our sponsor. More and more companies are working remotely, but Parsec for Teams lets game makers break free from the studio and work from anywhere. You can use Parsec for professional and personal use to connect computers at 60 frames per second, ultra high definition video streams with super precise inputs for mouse handling and controller support, 
Working together is as simple as sharing a link with a teammate. You can then share files, review work, or even work together in a single program. It's the closest thing to being in the same studio. I actually use Parsec for running GDUX this year, and it was the greatest way for me to connect to my main computer and for my team to work with me to deliver the best virtual game dev conference. So I definitely see a huge use for remote working, but also playing games with each other. The biggest thing with remote desktop is that there are security concerns. However, Parsec for Teams ensures that only people on your team has access to your projects. Connections are peer-to-peer and encrypted, never touching the backend and features two-factor authentication and other security measures that gives you a peace of mind. So like mentioned before, the best use cases using Parsec for Teams is perfect for level design, animation, game development, playtesting, and more, and lets you seamlessly connect programs like Unity, Unreal, Maya, Cinema, 4D, and others. So hundreds of AAA and indie studios are already using Parsec for Teams to stay connected to their work. So go check it out at parsecgaming.com forward slash teams. It seriously is one of the easiest and fastest and reliable remote desktop applications I've ever used. And it's perfect for gamers and game developers alike. So go check it out in the link description below. Now back to this week's episode. Yeah. I would want to bring up this point. Like when people, there there are general reactions to this is like, oh my God, this is exciting, right? And then, um, and then there's a, another type of reaction and let me just kind of call them um, burnouts. <laughs> people who are kind of washed up from the industry where they look at this as like and there's a legitimate concern where they feel like the the fidelity of what's expected uh from this type of demo from the consumer from the publishers uh where the team size is not exactly growing right and not everybody is sourcing mega scans that has readily available assets to kind of populate the world um they are very concerned with this type of demo and expectation uh, what's your feeling this about is, that? This is how old tech demos are, right? Tech demos are aspirational, right? But um, but yeah, like you need a crazy, talented, and skilled art team to make this. Mm-hmm. Like you need that, and a lot of and that is not that is not the majority of the industry, right? Um, this level of quality and this level of detail is not what all game creators want to make. Right, so even though PS5, Xbox Series X have have way more GPU horsepower and way more cores and all this kind of stuff, right? Some people still just want to make. Uh, I'm just trying to figure like a game that's pretty simple, like Animal Crossing, right? Yeah. People still just want to make Animal Crossing, and Animal Crossing making a killing, right? And it's not anywhere near this level of fidelity um, because it doesn't need to be, right? Because it's it's a different type of game. Right. And there's still space for those different types of games, but those different types of games. And this has been, this is historically, I think true, right. When you want to sell hardware and you want to sell a console box, right. Nobody, nobody wants to see the new version of animal crossing to make that decision. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, They want to see what can, what is the absolute maximum that this thing can do? What is the aspirational, target of what this box can do and that's why these technologies exist. yeah so it's best to kind of just treat this as aspirational and don't be the um 
the war war <laughs> warning about the apocalypse of game development yeah and I, and I think like if you looked at the, the xbox event that happened a while back all the you know the third party games are going to be coming out of xbox series x that's none the majority of them are at this quality right yeah none of them are at this quality level right and 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 so like don't ex- don't expect every game coming out on that console to look like this here Right, that's right. I would, ex- so, I would expect more of what, what you saw in that Xbox demos to right. be the norm, definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a very interesting point. Like, even with the first party publishers, like their Xbox team and their Sony team, or whatever, that seem to have like more stability and infinite resources to kind of deliver well, these. Well, yeah, yeah, uh, this is yeah, just going to be a special me. case type of studio to kind of deliver this, right. Yeah, like don't get me wrong, right? I think uh, Xbox. We have not seen the Xbox first party stuff, right? Really, um, that's true. We saw Gears, but we but we haven't seen Halo and all the other stuff, right? Um, we haven't seen we haven't seen the heat that Sony's going to come with with on PS5 first party, right? Like we have no idea, right? Yeah, June um, so June like, what maybe, was it June third or something? That's they they announced their event, so that's actually yeah, that's, that's, that's last week if you're watching this <laughs> <laughs> oh, did they actually announce did they actually announce it? i heard that was like a they just announced it today where they're gonna have an actual playstation 5 event they're gonna keep the okay. uh what's the lead engineer uh mark mark cena as far away from the premises as possible to his, his name is cerny his name is cerny by the way cerny cerny mark cerny yeah. <laughs> Keep away from the premises of this presentation event. Oh, They're man. trying to get people interested, not lull people to quarantine yeah. sleep, right? So, well, um, yeah, it's going to be a. And I like, think that's when they're going to show stuff. Yeah, I expect, I expect to see like heat. I expect to see stuff that looks really nice. That's what I'm expecting. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. All right, man. I mean, that's pretty much it. I think uh, everybody was super. I'm kind of actually. Well, we kind of turned this into like a a slightly better than uh, developers reacting to Unreal Engine Five. I've been seeing that pop up like every time you see that. It's like, oh my god, have we gone that low? This is more a discussion. This is I'm a fancier well, trust set. Me, trust me, I, I think when this video came out, I was in a meeting. Yeah. And then my phone was just vibrating. I was getting messages oh, all over the place. Like yeah. people were freaking out. Like, like this is real. This definitely this broke the internet. Was a topic. Yeah. This was a topic of discussion in every single game dev uh studio around the it's world. It's exciting. On that yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't even think between PS3 to PS4, I, I saw a demo that was just this exciting. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while for us, I believe. It just feels so out of grasp. Um, and even with <laughs> discussing this, we have no idea how they put it together. They haven't really shared too much details about it, uh, except yeah. for maybe com- combining a lot of the techniques that you're saying that we have now to leverage the fakery, right? Um, I, would, I wouldn't even say how much of this is, is really fake. Like, I think, mm-hmm. like it just, it's just good. Like, there may be some clever placement of things, and, like, you know, so of course it's a controlled camera, right? Right. Um, but it's just you know i I can't say it's fake i gotta say it's really good it's really good this is why everybody who who makes a demo for a game needs to have that 
that marketing guy in there because I feel like they really <laughs> nailed the beats. It's like, all right, here's a statue from ZBrush, right? I was like, oh, this is pretty yeah. cool, I guess. Yeah. Here's a, here's a room full of them. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Is like, I know yeah, it's I been a static environment this whole time. Let's just jump through it real quick. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> they really nailed it, man. I feel like the beats were awesome. They just upped it yeah, every yeah. every two seconds. Yeah. Marketing, marketing machine is, is on point for sure. But it's not just the marketing. It's like it, it's an impressive – like it felt like everybody was in the room to get their take. And I feel like a lot of these gameplay demos – Unless the designer is really on top of their game and understand that side, um, mm-hmm. a lot of people miss that. That you know, thinking of it like music, right? Every like a minute or so, something has to happen to really keep yeah. you engaged. Uh, it's been a while since it, I've seen a demo like that, um, and, and they, they really yeah, it took it. a lot. Yeah, it takes a lot to get everybody on the same page to deliver something like this for sure. Yeah. All right. I mean, uh, we spent a good amount of discussion talking about Unreal 5. Let me kind of switch over. Uh, the other game that is more within our grasp finally has a release date. And I kind of want to talk about it a bit. And I didn't see this whole thing. I didn't see this whole thing just yet. Uh, and I so this is actually kind of my first time watching this with you, Ray. This, that's how important you are to me. So, um, oh, wow. <laughs> I feel, so, I, feel, I feel so special. I feel so special. <laughs> All right. I, uh, you broke I, I you think, broke in the set. Oh, actually, this is after G-Duck, so uh <laughs> I also, th- also think you I think you're doing I think you're doing this video a disservice as well. This is a bad one? By showing it at, as, no, this is great, but showing it at such a terrible resolution. All right, um, right. here we go. I can cut oh, the full screen. So I'm actually playing through Last of Us. Finally, all right. <laughs> I've heard good things, so I'm gonna play through it. Yeah. Um, I never finished. I never finished Last of the Bones, actually. Um, I should, but yeah. I definitely enjoyed. It. I I enjoyed what I played, right? Um, right. Yeah. So it was a PS2 a- game, and it was pretty impressive. Yeah. For looking that the game. games. Yeah. The game is, is intense, right? The game's pretty yeah. intense. Like, yeah. It's real. And I I didn't play it on PS2. Actually, I played on. I played the PS. No wait, It was on PS3. And then I played it on PS4. Oh, so it got released on PS3. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then they ported it to PS4. I see, I see. You're right. Yeah, PS3 game. Yeah, still impressive as a PS3 game. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Sony, man, they... uh, It's something Xbox is completely jealous of where they just release hits. Um, It's (laughs) an instant classic every time. They really nail it. Um, but mm-hmm. it, it comes with the price, right? Pretty much from what I heard with all their mm-hmm. Sony studio, it, it, they're really crazy with, uh, development and the pressure mm-hmm. is very high for each of them. Um, so maybe that, oh man, it's uh, yeah. intense. What the fuck? <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, dude, yeah. this is not even the most intense thing in that video. Like it's, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty dark and intense, this whole thing. But this looks great. I mean, the characters look great. This is um, within expectations. And this even looks more like kind of what we've seen so far from the Xbox event. I'm sure their first party is going to look better. But this is what we were led up with before the Unreal 5 demo. So that's why it was just so crazy when we saw saw it. This is cream of the crop 
like yep. you know uh current current gen graphics you know and just everything about it but just not even the graphics right like there's the one thing i really notice about this um this demo like as you keep going through it and everything or just gameplay um video of it right um the amount of animation state changes uh, the, the the amount of things that the player can do um is crazy right and then it also all looks great and it flows the animation looks great change change of animation looks great i don't really see it's smooth fluid like it's it's this is good and there's just mechanics and gameplay galore right it's just yeah. it's really good i mean when they're talking about that how those departments have been slacking right um (laughs) (laughs) so is it just so i don't understand animation as much because it's not what i do right um are we talking about just more animation are we talking about contextual animation are we talking about more in between animation to kind of make this feel a little bit more fluid uh or is it a new tech behind it that's making it work better Maybe there's more, more new tech behind it too, right? But you need all of that, right? You need animation. You need uh, you need a, a close collaboration with also the animation programmer and the animators, and to make sure that you know you can and set it up, uh, you know, state machines or, or blend trees or whatever the tech is for the for the animation side of things, right? And just make sure that it all works together, all seamlessly, and then the player is moving and using the controller and getting those inputs and making it feel right and and not look janky when the if the player just wiggles the joystick, I think yeah. there's a lot that goes into this looking good and all of these different three C's, like every, you know, crouching with a gun, swimming, you know, using all these different sized weapons and, and, uh, melee shooting, you know, bow and arrow. Like there's a lot here, like a lot. Yeah. Right. And, and it all looks really good. Yeah, I wonder what so happened we, because we, it, it, the uh, yeah. what was the tech that like GTA kind of? I feel like Lucas Art was the first that kind of introduced uh, it with the animation system uh, that had contextual yeah, behavior. Was it behavior? No, something it like that. Yeah, something. Yeah, I where it, yeah. yeah, it was real time reaction, and it wasn't like it, maybe it was yeah. supplied animation, but it was more about reacting to environment. <laughs> I haven't like seen that. Sensitive. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, this feels like it has some of that, but it's just something hasn't been as popular in this current gen. Um, no, like I, you said, it's I think been something kind of people, ignored. Yeah. No, I think it's something people still do. It's just also costly, right? Um, like procedural right. animation. You can see there, she had her hand on the wall, right? Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of like procedural animation that, that you lay on top of the keyframed or hand animated stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and you do that in a, those contextual use cases to give it more feeling, right? Mm-hmm. And it's subtle, but like it just feels right. Um, so I, I do see some of it in here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like when uh, yeah when uh, G- it was GTA and and the uh, Star Wars the, the what's that Star Wars game called? Oh, no, the I, one I, the one I, before I, that. Um, Force Unleashed. Yeah, um, like when they were they they were doing that stuff too, but it was like like super janky and still very new tech at the time and yeah. not great, right? So people have kind of um done a lot of advancements since then, like around that around that stuff. 
and then definitely you see some of it here. It's, it's just it looks good. It looks great. It does look good. It looks great. I mean, I'm trying to look at the character stuff. I mean, it seems, you know, the hair is bouncing and stuff like that. But like the way yeah. they made the characters is still very similar to, yeah. to what we're used to. Just just cloth animation to you see on their arms. And the running's a little, uh, but, it, but like this, this is really good. Like, uh, yeah. And then how, like, just how the camera transitions to, you know, from like gameplay camera to, okay, now I'm in here. I want to get out of here. And the camera's like showing you key, key, key areas of interest where it wants to draw your attention. Like, it's just the level of detail is crazy. So I watched, I watched this and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to play this. Even though I didn't even finish the first one, I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to have to play this. <laughs> I mean, what games you you don't play besides like first person shooters? There's a lot of games I don't play, but uh, but this this kind of this kind of stuff you just have to take a look at it, experience it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what, what besides like, Sony Studios? Do you feel like their their studios are kind of like uh, at the bleeding edge on average in terms of publisher, consistently, graphically, gameplay, everything? Who's your favorite? I'll definitely, yeah, I'll definitely say like you know Naughty Dog and and uh, Somniac and Gorilla are at the top of that list for me these days. Um, but then, um, but then also I, I think um, Ninja Theory, yeah, always has something something hot to come with whenever they make something. And you know Microsoft, you know like they showed uh, what was it? Uh, help. Susuna sacrifice or whatever, like the next one, right? At the at the game of game, video game awards, they showed us a short clip um, of a, of a character like chanting or something, and that looked that looked absolutely incredible, right? Mm. Um, so if 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 they're gonna make a full game that looks like that at that quality, it's gonna be, it's gonna be amazing, you know what I mean? So, mm. um, but yeah, but the, the list of of like consistent, really high quality stuff, always on point, is is not that long. Yeah, it's getting shorter. If I'm, we sure, to, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm forgetting somebody. Um, but but yeah, I can't. Nothing is coming to mind right away. I feel like this. Um, well, let's compare that, right? Just as a little fun way to kind of end this episode is. Um, we're near the end. We're about to see the cards from Sony finally, and more from first-party Xbox, which is probably later in the summer. How do you feel like this last gen stacked up to how the PS3 era gen ended as a whole? Were you pretty impressed with it? Was it as just on par as expected? Or did you feel like we made a, a pig, pretty big leap? Um, uh, I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I don't think we made. We made some huge strides, right, uh, between PS3 and PS4, like naturally. Yeah. Um, but I, I felt like the uh, the difference, like the difference between 1080p and 720p, is is noticeable. 
Yeah. Uh, but then like 1080p to 4K. It's huge. Is less so. Is less so actually. Yeah. Less uh, so when you uh, yeah. less so. Yeah. Only only if like if you have a big ass TV and you sit close to it, yeah. like you're gonna notice some differences, right? But like yeah. um, and then also like this this generation, a lot of games don't run at like native 4K, right? 4K, they, they're yeah. doing like they're it's doing just dynamic sampling, <laughs> dynamic dynamic up sampling, and a yeah. lot of tricks to keep the frame rate um, great um, when you are or just do like you know 1440 or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, or nine nine hundred or whatever right like there's many different resolutions games run at these days to get performance and still look good right um so so like and i still think the difference like with between 4k and 1080p is like not that big of a difference the one of the tech that came around this generation that i thought was a bigger difference was like hdr versus non hdr right right Mm -hmm. Uh, if you look at some of these games on on hdr display like like it's noticeable when when they do a good job in mm-hmm. their presentation of the HDR image, right? It's a bigger range, yeah. Um, yeah, like Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption looks really nice on a HDR display. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's a big thing, right? And now, one one of the things that I've been talking about a lot, I'm hearing more and more people talk about is uh, 60 frames. Like so, the next generation, I hear more talk of 4K 60. Right. And uh, and I think sixty frames is a way bigger difference, yeah, uh, than ten eighty to four K. Okay, I mean Back. that that definitely yeah that definitely lasted a lot longer. We only went two topics, but it was a big one. It's basically all about Unreal and Sony. I wonder what what other engine out there uh, can can match that, right, Ray? <laughs> Looking forward to uh, hearing the competition. I mean, when I talked to Renato, you sound pretty pretty cocky about what you guys got up your sleeve. So I'm I'm pretty excited to see I mean, what, what you guys got going. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of I I just think the next the next um, there's a lot of cool stuff happening. That mm-hmm. like not Unity stuff, but I'm just talking like there's a lot of cool stuff happening in the industry right now. Yeah. And uh, you know, folks are thinking of new ways of getting players involved and thinking of uh we have this new tech that's kind of making like my current PC look like a pile of crap. Mm-hmm. Um so like I'm I'm excited about what people are gonna really do and the kind of the level of quality they could get. Um but I, like I say, I wanna see I wanna see sixty being kind of a de facto standard, right? If you're not running sixty, like what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and but I also know that folks are going to be like, nah, we're just going to run thirty and just make it, you know, just go crazy with like with the graphics, right? So yeah, um, you're, you're probably going to see both sides of that equation uh, this this next gen. Okay, and I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, I'm excited too. I mean, what else are we going to do? <laughs> we're all stuck at home. <laughs> We have only, it's only just going to be Ray buying these systems, man. Who else is going to have enough money right. by then? <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, well, when you, when you light up to get your console, you're, you're going to have to have a mask on and be six feet. I know, dude. Ah. <laughs> the one thing that has been kind of taking a backseat has been VR or other type of systems. Like, um, maybe oh, Sony. Actually, Go ahead. You know what? You just reminded me, yeah, because I actually just recently, you know how I'm always on here picking up uh, Beat Saber. Right. 
Um, and I, I finally, I got a quest. I got it. I know. Just it's just me. I got a quest. Oculus Quest. Oh, you finally got it. Okay. How you like yeah, it? Yeah. And I've been playing Beat Saber. And uh, yeah, yeah, that game is is legit, legit. <laughs> Forget like, the game. <laughs> Did you feel the gear like it made a step? Upgrade from what you expected where it should be. No, Oculus, I mean, the quest. Oculus, Oculus Quest, like, there's a reason why Oculus Quest is selling out. Yeah. It's Period. cheap. If there's a reason. Yeah. It's not just that it's cheap, right? But yeah. it's it's very, very good. It's very good, right? Like, um, I, have I haven't. A, is, I have it, a, is it? Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah. I have, I have a Vive and I have Oculus Quest, and it's it feels like night and day. Like, it's it's really good. Are you talking about the comfortability or are you talking about because graphic wise it, it doesn't match up to your PC, right? I mean what what type of graphics are we talking about here? Well I'm saying I'm saying I, I think in the in the quest the 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 screen resolution is higher than what's in the vibe. Right? Um the fact that it's not tethered to my PC and I can still get pretty decent, like the graphics look good. Right, and uh, the tracking, and I can move around the room, and not be tethered, and like if it's a completely different experience without without the tethering, like it's it's really good. And then like Beat Saber is also just my jam, right? Like yeah. it's my type of game where it's it's kind of um, it can you can take it really serious and get really competitive with it, or you can just have fun with it, right? And I play Beat Saber on my on my quests, and I'm like. I've been playing way more Beat Saber on my quest than I haven't been playing Half-Life Alex. So. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, you're... You're, <laughs> you're trending backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, if you, if you play, if you played it on, on a quest, like, you'll be like, ah, oh, okay, yeah, I, I, I see the appeal of this. I, I see what's happening. I, yeah, I do want to try the quest. I got the other one, the Riff S, because uh, I didn't know the quest would tether at one point. So it sounded like it works fine doing that. So you have the best of both worlds. You can actually carry things around. Yeah, it's 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 good. Well, I mean, I'm looking forward. I mean, I think Sony, if anything, will have something very clever. I feel like they have the most VR sets sold. They have the best um, reach. Uh, it's just their upgrades are, are slower, obviously. So hopefully they, they talk about it a bit. I don't know. Maybe the June event won't be about that at all. Yeah. yeah I would, I would imagine, I would imagine they just talk about the console and the games. And if, if there is VR, it will be like next year sometime. They'll be like, Hey, so now we're adding VR to this thing. Right. Yeah. Um, that's what I would imagine. But, uh, okay. I have no idea. We have both no idea. Well, I mean, it's been a <laughs> eventful. I want to. I want to thank you for dropping by my new pad. Uh, so maybe the next time we meet, <laughs> I will. I will leave this uh, motel and actually get uh, my studio again. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's awesome production up. values, dude. Yeah. You, you gotta big up your environment art and be like, yo, <laughs> see how dope I am? Like, yeah, I, I need some next Unreal, yeah. dude. I need some Lumen Nanite to kind of <laughs> put more rocks on one side. <laughs> dude, my sets are gonna look insane, dude. Are you crazy? <laughs> I just need to render videos, man. I'm gonna, people are gonna 
rea- be reacting to my virtual sets, dude. That's how popular it's gonna be. It's like let's you're react make, to. You're gonna, make, you're gonna make the room one big ZBrush object and just drop it in. <laughs> just drop it in. I'm just gonna have a bunch of statues behind me for no reason, right? Because that's what the demo's about. Get <laughs> some quick soul mega scans at 8K rocks because we can. That's why. So uh, as always, it's a pleasure talking to you, man. I know it's super late out there, so I want to thank you for your time. Uh, and uh yeah this is the last time you're gonna see the g-duck set <laughs> and we're gonna retire this set until the end of the year all right i'm gonna leave it back on to ray uh cameras keep shutting off i want to thank you guys for your time i'll see you guys next month this is a roundtable news episode be safe out there guys have a good one Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are liking the podcast, go to the Apple iTunes store and give Game Dev Unchained a five-star rating. This will help spread the joy and love and exposure for the podcast, and we thank you very much. If you want to continue the conversation, go to our Discord, which can be found on our website, www.gamedevunchained.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at BlueChamps, B-L-U-C-H-A-M-P-S. You want to catch these episodes live every Tuesdays and Thursdays, go to twitch.tv forward slash blue underscore champs. Email me any of your concerns or questions that you want me to read aloud at the beginning of each episode at info at gamedevunchained.com. And if you want to further support us and help unlock the next feature, which is the voicemail future, go to patreon.com forward slash blue champs this gives listeners a chance to kind of call in leave a message for both me and the guests to answer your deepest darkest questions and comment on your deepest darkest secrets thank you everybody